You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. This week, our live story is from Bridget McGuire, and she tells a story called Chasing Turds. And I think that's all I need to really tell you about it. Um, so this week, I sat down with Jeffrey Osmus, and so I kind of dropped the ball. I'm traveling, I'm in Seattle, and I didn't interview anyone, and I was in a pinch, so... Week 41, a boy squeaked in, um, but I, so I told Jeff a story about when I first got my IUD and the aftermath, um, and we, we were at, um, we were at the Olympic Sculpture Park in Seattle, so that it, it sound, the sound quality is, uh, not what I would like, but there you go. Okay, here's me and Jeffrey Osmus. So something unprecedented is about to happen on this podcast, and I, well, number one, we're outside, we're at a park, we're on the Puget Sound, beautiful, it's a beautiful day in Seattle, and I'm here with my first ever uh, male guest. Ho ho, boo! The first ally to be a guest on the Ladylike Show, and it wasn't because I wanted to, it's because I was in a pinch. Uh, but anyways, yes. So welcome, Jeff Osmus. Here he ha, is. Ha, ha. Hello, bitches. I wow. mean that in a good way. I regret this already. A, I am an ally, <laughs> an ally to the right wing. Um, but obviously, we're not gonna hear a story from Jeff. That would be weird. Uh, but yeah, also we're outside. That's what the. That's what all the noise is. That's a helicopter. There's anyways. a lot of fans trying to talk to me. Jada, shut up. But um, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna be telling. Jeff a story about when I got my IUD and I think it's going to be good for him because one time he one time he came up to me and he said wait you use more than one tampon per period and I said yeah of course and he said oh I thought it was just one per period like a plug yeah (laughs) do you remember that I think that's kind of a common thing and I don't feel bad about saying that and that's how it should be they should make a plug extremely bad they should just make a plug what, how many do you use on average? Um, well, I mean, you can go through... Well, okay, I guess it depends on how heavy of a flow you have, but a lot of people... Also, I haven't had a period in a long time because of my IUD, so now I'm kind of forgetting how many I used to use, but it was like... I mean, a couple a day. A couple a day for a yeah. month? I th- yeah, I think... I mean, I think three would be average, but I'm guessing people would use more than that if they have a heavier That's flow. why we have global warming. Oh yeah, it's our fault. <laughs> yes, Fuck God, it. that's a lot of tampons. Yeah, Who knows no shit. what's in those things? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. What's the toxic shock thing? Um. Well, from my understanding, uh, only ten percent of women are like, um, like, could get that. Like, you have to be genetically weak. or whatever. No, and but um, some yeah, it's like something. I think it's something in the cotton or something but i don't know it's just basically like if you leave a tampon in too long you like could die seems like you know as little about women as i do I, and well I like this one I, actually, I, I don't really know about toxic okay shock. okay okay anyway tell your story so it's time to start the story okay jenna so, what's an iud okay do you not know i can't tell i don't know what it stands for but i know what it is oh, okay it's i believe it's an an interuterine device okay um, okay 
An internal uterine doodad. That's what Wait, I call it. Would it be okay, well anyway, so um Okay, so I got I got my IUD. Basically the in in November no, in December of twenty sixteen. Oh, shortly after our good day. Yes, directly following the election and I think a lot of people did it the way I did it because I didn't know what was gonna happen. I was and that's the best way to get a medical procedure is out of fear. So <laughs> I, I didn't know it was gonna happen. I also was turning twenty six, that was the other thing. So it wasn't only because of that, but I was like What's I've been wrong on with birth control. Oh your parents' health care. Yeah, I was on my mom's health insurance oh. and she had pretty good health insurance and so I'd been getting birth control for free because her plan covered it, which was tight. Well, I would God always... gives us a free birth control called not having <laughs> sex all the time. I mean, that's what you use, obviously, but not... I could have sex, by the way. I just don't because no, I don't want to. Anyways, um... So... Oh, yeah. So I would go into Walgreens, and my mom's health insurance would cover my birth control completely, and I would, every time I would say... I would say suck on this Rush Limbaugh, and they everybody really? everybody on Walgreens loved it. They'd crack up. In um, the audience at the Walgreens, I don't understand. Never mind. Okay. Okay. But I was worried because, like, if I I didn't really know what was gonna happen, at it. and I know people that would pay like you know like thirty bucks a month for birth control, and I was like, no, I'm not switching to that. Is that a lot or a little? I mean, it's a lot for me. Yeah. I think. I mean, Jenna's rich, by the way. Oh, shut up. It's she a lot. C- compared to having a baby, it's relatively inexpensive, but, like, it's you don't, not... They don't cost more than 30 bucks a month. <laughs> you don't think no so? No way. Um, My so... Oh, are you kidding me? Joan, <laughs> Joan has... They didn't spend more than five bucks a year on me. <laughs> I scrounged and found everything I needed in the yard. <laughs> Well, I don't doubt that you scrounged around in the yard I did a lot, eat clover in the yard a lot. Ew. Like a cow. No wonder you're so sickly today. It always had fertilizer on it, and I would vomit it up. Are you serious? It happened once or twice. God. I ate fertilizer. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> also for That's the... why my cum's green sometimes. Oh. No, but it is red with blood. It does bleed. He comes blood. If anyone knows why that happens... Message. Don't bother, because I already looked it up. I know why. <laughs> you dumb idiot. It, what? Why? It just happens to men. <laughs> oh, very scientific. If, you don't, if it doesn't happen more than like five times in a row, it's fine. But if it happens after 40, then it's really bad. Christ, you better keep a log. I do. It's happened three times. You write it down? I. It happened about a month ago and then twice a year ago. Do you think it's just from like a really vigorous wank? <laughs> it only happens when I'm alone. Not with women. Well, how would because you I know? Because I love women. I would never do that to them. Like, how would you know? You look in the condom. Oh, in the condom. Okay. I only use condoms, Jenna. All right. Um, Continue your story. Okay, so anyways. Uh, oh, but also I was going to say for the listener, um, I've mentioned Jeff uh, several times on the podcast. He's the one. Really? Made, oh, yeah, a bunch of times because I, I love the last time I told Carly about when your teeth were bleeding and... and uh, uh, and I was, I've been very traumatized about that ever since. And um, what, when my teeth bleed for what? From, when I brush? From brushing your teeth. Everyone's bleed when they no. brush their teeth. 
Not only like one tooth, only that was big bleed. I call him. I call him the bleeder. That's he bleeds all the time. Barely clever. Okay. It's not clever at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth. Maybe you could think of something more clever if you weren't constantly hemorrhaging I, I blood out of your mouth. I use a lot of blood. The other night, I just let the blood drip down my face in yeah, front of I Jenna, hated and that. she was not happy because oh. women are weak, <laughs> as we know with the thesis of this podcast, right? Anyways, so. I um so I go I went into the doctor to get my IUD and um mm-hmm. so it uh first of all what what I always okay I'm na- a naturally fidgety person and I they leave you in there so long unattended so they, I always sit in there for 20 minutes and like I will like break stuff like I get bored and doing? I start futzing around what'd you well, break I don't know like the like what did I do I well, I, I couldn't, I was like, don't do that. But I did it anyways. I pulled the, um, there was like a model of a uterus with the IUD in it. Okay. And I couldn't help myself. I pulled the IUD out of the uterus and then I had to jam it back in with a pen. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell? What um, is a uterus? Oh, Christ, Jeff. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, no, it's oh. the big cavern in there. Okay. It's the big cave the baby plays in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of. Yeah, so they leave me alone in there, and I'm touching everything. I'm looking in the cupboards. I thought it was a garbage can. Don't you read the magazines? No, they're always boring. They're always like I women's love the health. celebrity magazines. No, they don't have good ones. It's not like the oh. dentist. They have boring ones. They oh. have like, they just have like pamphlets on. They probably have boobs in them though. No, they're so boring. It's, they're oh. really boring. Anyways, okay. they should give us a TV or something. They should. All right. The, there's sort of, a, I would say, a weird amount of planes in there Seattle. There have been a lot of planes going down it's right. Like, what do you guys... It's a little don't plane. Don't have Uber or something? She had to <laughs> grow up. Jesus, Jenna. Um, anyways, so... I don't support that Seattle slander. It is very beautiful here. Even through our thick hangovers, we're able to enjoy the majestic beauty. And of, we mean thick with the, two C's. Yeah, we have a dumb thick dick. hangover. Yes. Um. Anyways, okay. So, um, so yeah, I'm fucking around in there and like opening everything and like I thought it was a trash can next to to the table, but it was. It's like got all the tools in it. I like oh, open it up God, and it's like, like a scalpel and stuff. No, but like it's got all the like cranks and stuff oh, that God. they use, like the. It's like it's like insaline or something. I don't know what the fuck. I was I was very shocked to see that. Oh, that thing you yank open the vag with. And I also, yeah, that thing. And I they also they have so once they they get you sitting on the thing, they put you on. I don't think men ever have to deal with this. So they put sort of one of the wettest parts of your body, the pussy, on. (laughs) Not in my experience. (laughs) (laughs) On this thin, like. It's tissue paper, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. So that part is always so You don't think our balls are wet? I'm just saying when you you stand up after being at the doctor's office, you don't have to look down. Ew, God, I believe that. Oh, it's you when my gooch drips, but not when your pussy drips? An interesting double standard. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I do stand by that. (laughs) Wow. My gooch is soaked right now. Oh, God. You, anyways, a you woman just coughed nearby, and I think she heard me. I, you're gonna get the cops called. I stand up, and you leave behind like it looks like a Rorschach test, <laughs> but it's like your your 
vagina juices. God. And I also always worry. I it's very weird because you have to take your you take your shoes off, like in your pants and your underwear, and yes. then I never can decide if I should keep my socks on or not because yes. it feels weird to have them on if that's the only thing you have on. But it's also like. Why would you take them off? I don't even take, take them, them off? off during sex, so I'm not going to take them off at the doctor's That's office. That's so upsetting. I keep them on every time. Nothing would ruin the mood more than looking down and seeing one of your dirty, hole-covered socks. I mismatch socks. Ugh. Then they know I'm quirky and I won't be good at sex. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> it kind of shows them what's up. They will know that before they see it. Well, <laughs> That's true. If you see the socks, you're getting... Knocked? Knocked up. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very true. Anyways, so where was I? Okay, I um. You're in the doctor's yeah. office, so, wet pussy. I get so I get the IUD. Those, so those are my those are my few thoughts on uh, the gynecologist. But I, okay. I get the IUD in, uh, and also I almost didn't get it in because she asked me if I had it had any unprotected sex, and ever I, or what in recent. Uh, I think she said, I think it was recently, and I was like. These, these people are the professionals. I don't have to be, I don't have to be embarrassed. So I said I, a little bit I did because it just had been a pinch of unprotected sex. And wow. that was actually not an appropriate answer. It was sort of a yes or no. They're very black or white. Wow. Um, was it black or white? Christ. It's probably white. No, uh, Jenna. Uh, <laughs> let's be real. Well, anyways, but it this was like, not an intersectional what we did, it was, podcast. it was just a tiny little bit, but, but then she made me, this lady's got to stop fucking coughing. Anyways, so then, um, she almost wouldn't give me the IUD because she was like, if it, if I'd had the unprotected sex within, um, before, like, a week of being there, I, then she couldn't give me, like, a, like, a, um, plan yep. B, basically. And, uh, plan, why did it, you need a plan B? Because she said I might be pregnant, like, there was a chance. Oh. I was like, there super isn't, you have, like, whatever. Oh, Anyways, right. so it was a whole thing, and she was sort of... All right, this lady's just coughing for attention now. <laughs> She's not sick. Okay, anyways. Um, so that was a close one. But then I get it in. It's How do they put it in? Well, they cr- so they crank you open with the thingy. They get you. It's really uncomfortable. Um, I wish I had one of these cranks in the bedroom. <laughs> I'm ew. saying. God. It'll make it easier to fit my big hog in Oh, there. this is... You cannot be saying that on this podcast. Why not? This is the... Oh, we're going to body shame? <laughs> Let me just fantasize about having a big <laughs> hog for a minute. Okay. We so, all know it's small as shit. Oh, God. It's cool as hell. No, okay. So, anyways. God, this is going to alienate any audience I might have been building. What? Okay. This so, shows how brutally disgusting men are. Isn't this what you want? Just shut up. Okay. So... I get the I get the IUD in, and at first it seems like it's going okay. Then, I get my period for thirty five days. Oh yeah, straight, unending. I remember that. Yeah, it was a I brutal thirty five days. My stretch. God, and I was like, I was like, I, th- I think you guys popped something when you're in there because where this where the, I did was like there's no way this much blood can still be coming out of me. How, like how am I producing it? Yeah. On, you had so like long. a catheter bag on your leg to catch it because you were just leaking <laughs> yeah, all day. Yeah, one of those bags like a horse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like oh my god. Um, but so I um, so and then meanwhile while I'm having so I don't really notice it at the time, but what I like figured out later is like I'd been like so like 
emotional and like moody and like just like anything could make me like cry or like me and Tola were like fighting nonstop. Well, Tola is a bitch, <laughs> so that makes sense. But I didn't put it together that the reason I was doing it was because I was so hormonal from the IUD. So like you didn't realize that not until much later. I just. I just thought I was having a bad month. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't figure it out. We felt like we were on our periods that month. I oh, know. It was a brutal month, people. Me and Jeff, well, we're roommates. I feel like that. Oh, yeah, we were roommates. Um, but so, then it all came to a head when me and Toller went to his friend's wedding in Door County, and this is in January. I got that UD in December, so it had been in, like, for a month. And I, especially drinking, it would really... I would get extra crazy. And is this the bowling alley thing? It's the bowling alley thing, yeah. Oh, wow. So, so I'm drunk at somebody else's wedding. I don't really know everybody, obviously. Um, and there is... But they'll never forget Jenna after <laughs> what she did. I, yeah, I can barely go back to Door County. So, I'm yeah, I'm very drunk. It's at, The wedding is over, and we're kind of like bar hopping, and we end up at this... Um, bowling alley it's like a it's like a four-lane bowling what lame alley. ass wedding goes to a bowling alley it was really afterwards. fun actually okay. except for when i ruined it but no it's like a dive bar connected to a bowling alley it's cool. oh okay um so oh jesus so many planes <laughs> anyways this is this one is not a quality episode uh the fans already so, love it though because i'm God. on it this one this is okay anyways so I start, I'm fighting with this big guy with a beard, and I don't really remember why we started fighting, or, like, I don't remember what we were fighting about. About politics? No, it wasn't, it was about, like, nothing. It was, like, something about, like, I th- it was vaguely, like, he said something about Door County, and I said, like, he said something, like, I can't remember, but I was, like, Toller, Toller would know, he's lived here, for, he lived here for 18 years, or it was, like, something like that, that's, like, how wow. it started, it was not about anything. Defending your man's honor, well, very I, good. I, he was, I can't remember, I think he, like, made some statement, and Toller was, like, I disagree, and he was, like, how would you know, and I was, like, how would he fucking know, this is how, and I was, so was kind of, like, picking oh. a fight with this big bearded guy. How big we talking, is um, he real plump boy? No, just kind of beefy. Oh, nice. Hot. But, no. That's or nothing. It's nothing I'd want for myself. Uh, this is like a joke at this point. This fucking it's a busy day. So, we're we're arguing, and and like I don't exactly remember what we were yelling about, but all of a sudden I remember this word for word. He goes, and this was a few years ago, but he goes, and we were not talking about me or my body, but out of nowhere he goes, he goes. You're you're 25 and you don't even have good tits. Just out of nowhere says it to me, and I was like, "We all know that is true." Jeff, I have perfect breasts, but uh, so perfectly so I go, so I go. I was like, but and I'm in a blind rage, and like usually in my like like when I wasn't when I wasn't having this crazy month, I'm like I don't get like mad like that like. I don't get like uncontrollably upset. Um, yeah. Except for that one time that Toller bit my finger. Mm, <laughs> I do. Oh yeah. Finger, Jeff called well, didn't it. Did he bite you? Finger gate. Finger gate. <laughs> didn't he jokingly bite your finger and then? No, he was trying to. I was really high and I made an egg sandwich and all I wanted to do was eat the egg sandwich. And he came home like a little drunk and he was like, "Give me a bite of it." And like to be a dick, he 
went to take the biggest bite that he could take, and when he did that, I was holding the sandwich for him. Oh, yeah. So he took a big oh, bite yeah, out of started, my like, finger. I screaming at him. <laughs> I was so mad. I mean, you shouldn't bite someone's I, finger. I literally, I, like, threw the sandwich down and, like, freaked out. I was, It hurt really bad. Yeah. Jesus, totally. Finger gate. Finger gate. Uh, <laughs> finger gate. Yeah, everyone else in the house was like, what just happened? Yeah. But, God. okay, so... So what do you do to so this big beef? So I go, I say, so, so he says, he, he goes, you're 25 and you don't even have good tits. And I go, first of all, I'm 24. <laughs> and second of all, I have great tits. And out of spite, I bent down and I pulled up my whole dress and my bra and I just Jesus. fully flashed him my How many people were around? In the bowling alley. Everyone was around. It was like after the wedding. So was everyone saw this. Yeah. Well, I don't Jesus. know how many people saw it because like it happened really fast but I like I and then I I mean. Why does it, your age matter with having good tits? You have your tits by 16 or not. Well, not as you get older you're your boobs get worse, yeah. I think, typically. Oh, yeah. But, true. um, anyways, yeah, so I fully flashed the guy in the bowling alley. The toller's friend, the groom, was not around. His brother was. The best man, like, fully saw it. Wow. Um, and then I he said, hello. He kind of, yeah, he was like, how are you? Uh, oh. <laughs> have we met? Um, did this guy change his opinion? He's like, I was wrong. Uh, Those are actually pretty perky times. He was, you know, it was kind of satisfying because he was very, like, he was very taken aback, which is what I wanted. Um, but I felt kind of silly after that. Oh, a little silly? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, did... run, like, he actually, he messaged me later and said sorry. And I was like, yeah, I might have been a little. But he didn't say that you had good tits. No, he didn't, actually. Point. So he rude. didn't really apologize at all. Very rude. He will be on the podcast in a couple minutes. <laughs> Call him up. our live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories and I will begin um okay and I'm starting with a pap smear story on theme with the episode okay first pap smear what's the smear what's the pap smear again um well they take um I think they just take they I think they just um, sort of take like a like a little sample off your cervix, and then they mm. like a like a culture. Oh, and then they so they just make yogurt. <laughs> For the listeners, I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> I can't see it, but okay. Oh, we can't ask questions anymore in Trump's America. Oh my god! Interesting. Okay. Anyways, so first passenger story. I was a late bloomer and experienced my first pap smear well into college. After Googling the most convenient practice uh, that took Medicaid, I found myself in a shitty office in the western suburbs. The doctor, a dying old white man, impatiently walked me through each step of the exam. After taking the time to thoroughly feel out my calves and making the point to ask if I was an avid runner, there was a scratch at the door. With my legs in the stirrups and pussy blowing in the wind, a small dog came into the room. As I sat frozen on the table, cold and exposed, 
He gave the doggy a really good scratch. Lots of pits. Without shooing the dog out or changing his gloves, he proceeded to stick his fingers in my vagina. <laughs> the dog watched. Oh, <laughs> fucking pervert. That's a nightmare. Honestly, you would be so lucky to have dog hair in your pussy. Ew. Right? Dogs are beautiful creatures. I would no. have sex with a dog, Jenna. You cannot. Would you? You cannot be saying stuff like that. You are this a dog. This is the whole point of this podcast to say wild stuff and now the um, men are being censored i went when i i okay when i first moved to chicago and you had i had sex with a dog no when oh. i first moved to chicago i um had to get i had to because my uh prescription ran out for my birth control and you have to go in and ask a doctor for birth control so it's such bullshit it's like why should i you know you have to make an appointment you have to pay money it's bullshit well isn't um, it a medicine that has like symptoms and stuff no. Yes, it is. Whatever. <laughs> you do that um, for any over-the-counter medicine. But it should be over-the-counter. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, Perhaps. But anyways, I did the same thing where I just picked the closest one. And so I picked the Fullerton Women's Clinic. Have you, you mm. seen that one? You I've by? been there many times. It's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that place always thing. looked a little run It was really like... And also, that was when I just wanted to talk to a doctor and get a... Pers- a prescription and she ended up falling in love <laughs> <laughs> no but i got a surprise pap smear like oh really she didn't like speak super the or the nurse didn't speak english super well so like next thing i knew she was just like take off your pants oh, God. <laughs> i was like what and then i Don't, got a surprise pap do they smear. have to do that every time they said they had to do it because i was a new patient does it hurt can you see like the little chunks they've taken out during no, your life there's little divots they just rub a q-tip on it oh um, it's not like an ice cream scoop or anything no what get, get, i didn't know how the much dairy stuff i didn't know how much okay. they needed um but yeah and and they also she <laughs> she made me do a urine sample and i was so like anxious and she goes she was like you make a pee pee now. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. And I was too. I literally. I. You couldn't, couldn't do pee. it. I couldn't. Oh my god. That's <laughs> and so literally, the only thing that came out was like a drop of pee, and I was like embarrassed that that's all that would come out. So I just washed it out in the sink. And <laughs> so you said you couldn't. Yeah. You'd rather say you couldn't do it than give her a it drop. It was an embarrassing drop. It's just shit in the cup then. That's okay. Um, that's what I would do. Okay, it's your turn. This is a story. Here's how it goes. Not sure what kind of misdirected emotions led to this, but... Jesus Christ. This is a nightmare. This is going to be so hard to edit. Oh, get the bird in there. (laughs) Not sure what kind of misdirected emotions led to this, but there was a period when I was 9 or 10 years old that I would pee and poop in different areas around our house and blame it on our dog. Sometimes I'd even save it in a Dixie cup so that I could dump my excrement out at the perfect inconspicuous time. Perhaps my parents suspected something, but the truth hasn't come out to this day. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Sorry, Rug. Sorry, Pup. You gotta wonder if they put that dog down. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dog... if you think the dog's shitting everywhere in a Dixie cup, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you'd be like, this, this little creepy bastard's gotta go. But also he somehow found a way to take one single Dixie cup out of the <laughs> cupboard and shit nowhere else, he's, just in the cup. He's smart, but he's Who only derelict. shits a Dixie cup worth? I don't know what kind of body this girl's I got, mean, but... I she was little. Eh, when I was little, I was shitting adult size. Ish. I can tell I you that. I believe that. Alright, this one is short and sweet. 
Okay. I used too much lube when preparing for anal sex and gave my lover uh, immediate diarrhea. Why? Why would too much lube give diarrhea? I don't know. Wow. Uh, maybe it's kind of like an enema. Oh wow! So I am starting a GoFundMe to have an enema. If anyone wants I would to donate, donate to that. I would love you're, an enema. You're dirty. I am <laughs> a dirty be, boy. You need to be cleansed. I think yeah, God can't save me. Only an enema can. Okay. <laughs> if you jump in the water from high enough, you can get one for free. Ooh. Okay. GoFundMe to give me a high diving to throw board. Jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I want to die and have an enema. <laughs> A few minutes of cleanliness. Okay, here's another story. Got real drunk while seeing this guy and had sex while I was on my period that week. Forward to a couple days later, every time I would use the bathroom, it would smell very fishy down there. I believe she means her vagina. <laughs> Next day, as I'm showering, I can still smell fish. I ended up sticking my fingers up to pull out a smelly old bloody tampon. Yep, real gross. I think the gross part here is that women have periods. Jeff. <laughs> I'm kidding. Did men you are read the whole, the whole That was book? it. It kind of wasn't as good as I thought it was. Pretty no, gross, though. Does that, that happen to you? Really? No, it hasn't happened to me, but one time I was convinced that it did happen to me, and I was, like, finger deep in myself. You were spelunking. I now there. know I was touching my cervix, but it's like, the top of your cervix is kind of, like, weird, and it's like... In my head, I was like, this is an old, grimy tampon, but I can't pull it out. Oh, God, <laughs> so you're, like, trying to off. scrape your cervix off? I was trying to get a, I was trying to get a hold on it, and I couldn't. And then my I my penis out. has touched the cervix many times, so Ugh. this is no news to me, ladies. You, you are ruining this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. This one, okay, I got one more, and this one is a good one. Okay. <laughs> we took we I read this one at the last show and everybody went wild. Oh boy. Okay. Once during sex a guy spit in my face without asking if that was cool. So I gathered up a big loogie and hocked it into his face. Uh, but I was sick at the time, so it was really hefty. Oh god. <laughs> and it projectiled right into his eye. Oh my god. It says PSA, ask for a spit second. Well, I guess we know that they don't spit or swallow. Why are you... The Can we edit that out? Can we edit that out? No, that's stinging so you learn a fucking lesson. Oh, it was a bad riff. Oh, I've been pretty funny thus far. You've been okay. But the guy probably loved one of it. My worst, one of my bottom three guests, I would say. What? <laughs> I've been pretty funny. This week, our live story is from Bridget McGuire. She's a performer in Chicago, and she's part of the Personal Disclosures podcast. This was recorded in July of 2019. Here's Bridget McGuire. So the story I'm going to tell is called Chasing Turds. You'll find out why. So um, when I was in kindergarten, I had the biggest crush on a boy named Paul Grill. And he told me that he was joining soccer. And so I was like, me too. <laughs> so I went home, faked an interest, had no interest in soccer, and I was like, can I join soccer? And my parents were like, oh, fuck. Like, my mom was not a soccer mom, my sisters didn't play, but they were like, of course, you know, I'm five. You know, they think I'm really interested. And um, so I'm so excited. Then my dad gets a call, and they're like, hey, you know, it's blowing up. It's like 1987, AYSO is going crazy. You know, so many kids want to sign up. We need two teams. Would you mind coaching? 
So my dad's like, great, you know, I know nothing about the sport, but whatever, my daughter wants to do it. So we get to the, you know, field the first day, and I'm so excited because Paul's going to be there. And we show up, and there's 10 little boys, no little girls, and no Paul girl. <laughs> so I looked at my dad, and I was like, well, I quit. <laughs> and he was like, you can't quit, I'm the coach. So I started chasing boys when I was five, which is pretty fucked up. And then it was just like this intense longing for these boys in grade school. Like, you know, like passing notes about them, like prank calling, like asking my mom to like drive, you know, past their houses, all as like a fifth grade girl. Keep in mind, this is the ugliest stage of my life, okay? Like bangs, braces, glasses, chubby, just like going after all these boys. And I was like a really weird kid too. Like I thought I got my period in fifth grade. Um, it turns out I was just wearing a pair of my mom's underwear. <laughs> you know, plan ahead of us. We were gonna make matching uh, friendship bracelets for girls and their American Girl dolls. And then we were gonna sell them to, you know, house to house. And then I went to the bathroom and I'm like, what is this? So I was like, Anne Marie, I gotta go. So I like took off and then I was like, mom. And she's like, oh my God. And I whipped off my underwear and she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> These are mine. Like, that's it. Everyone's gotta start doing our laundry around here, you know? So that's just kind of painting a picture. So, and, you know, I had all these crushes. Like, I liked, obviously, Paul Grill, and then there was Paul Hondo, Dave Bartz, Michael Grosso, Bill Leonard, Tom Atlante, Jim Hansen, Pat Breen, Ron Durso, John Durso, Joey Hall, Joey Vinmar, Gina Ortega. Yeah, I made up a cheer about Gino. G-I-N-O, how to sky, that I know. Um, uh, he didn't go to my school. <laughs> like, he had no idea I existed. I went to Catholic school, and I remember we'd, like, watch him under, the, like, the field. And someone's like, do you know he fingered Ashley at the dance? And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What is that? What you? You know? So uh, in seventh grade, though, Paul Colando, another Paul, became my focus. And one Sunday night, I was alone, just like plucking my nipple hairs. And um, I still do that on Sunday nights. And uh, yeah, I was alone. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to get Paul call and like, see if I'm in his top five. You know what I mean? Just one of those normal questions. So I call a couple times, but he doesn't answer. Like, yeah, you know, I'm 37, so this is 1994 now. Like, I'm calling his parents' landline. So I didn't leave any messages, though, so it was totally fine. And then a few hours later, my phone rings. And I'm like, hello? And he's like, hey, this is Bridget there. This is Paul Colando. And I was like, this is she. Like, he's like, yeah, did you call me? I was like, no. And he's like, oh, well, we just got this thing called caller ID. It says you called 17 times. I was like, oh, fuck. So I was like, mom, we call ID. Uh, yeah, so um, I have to say, though, I think in high school and college, I matured a little bit. You know, I was still fucking chasing people, but Star 67 was invented. So I was golden for a while. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and then I just was a nut job. I still am. Um, you know, like it just, it just happened. Like, I mean, I liked like Mike Huber and Ian Rhodes and Each for Obedience, Steve Teagar and Deanna Brown and Natalie. You know, just the whole, the whole nine yards. Yeah, about all the boys. I mean, they like want to became my boyfriend. Like, no one else did. I don't even think I really wanted them to like me. It was like all about the chase. Like, if they didn't, I'd be like, all right, whatever. See you next. Okay, so um, I feel like I wrote our on song. All right. Anyway, so. At like 30, I was like, this is it. Like, I'm done, like, you know, with OkCupid, Match, Tinder, every fucking site. You know, I'm just gonna live my life and like let him come to me. 
Uh, and so after I made this like declaration, one of my friends was like, hey, do you wanna play in a softball tournament on Saturday? I'm like, yeah, who's gonna be there? So they went to Lululemon, bought like a whole outfit, you never know, total bust. I spent like $200 on an outfit, like every guy was married in like 50. So, total bust. So what this meant though is that I started drinking summer shandies at like 10 a.m. And at like 10 p.m., I was outside a bar, like smoking a cigarette with like one eye open, like swaying by myself. And this guy came up to me, and uh, he was like, hey, would you be interested in going on a date with a guy that's divorced with two kids? And I was like, hey, have you been reading my mashed up room? <laughs> mashed up profile? I was like, how did you know? That's exactly, no. You know, but, you know, but I was like, whatever. This guy was kind of funny. So we started talking. He was not cute. He had a double chin. He had this, like, my grandpa's outfit on, like, khaki pants, hands, like, not cute, like, but nerd, but it was really funny. He told me that he was also 30, but everyone thought he was at least 55. And I was like, yeah, you are, like, an older looking person. a chubby Ken Jennings. And I was like, who is Ken Jennings? He's like, you know the guy that won Jeopardy like 12 recently in a row, like that really nerdy guy? He's like, my mom thought I was a chubby version of him. I'm like, oh yeah, like, why are you telling people this? <laughs> so he was like, hey, do you want to go to another bar with me? And I was like, no, here's my number. Like, you know, I just put my plan in action. I was seeming unavailable, but really I just wanted to go taco burrito king by myself. I've been drinking 12 hours. So the next day I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's text from him. So I like start texting with him and I'm like, fuck, how have I not looked him up on Facebook? So I look him up on Facebook and I see that he's friends with my cousin Molly. So I call her right away and I'm like, Molly, how do you know this guy, Dan? She's like, how do you? I'm like, well, I met him last night, like tell me everything about him. And she's like, he is married to my friend whose name is also Bridget. And I was like, he is married? He said he was like divorced. And she's like, well, actually, they could be separated. You know, she's like, I heard things were bad. And she's like, how'd you meet him, Bridge? Tinder? I was like, no, Molly. I met him at a bar. <laughs> kind of blacked out. All right, so, uh, what do you think of it? So, then I'm like texting with this guy, and he was funny, and then I was like, ah, oh, how do I ask him? Like, I know you're married. I looked up on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to say that, so. <laughs> I like asked a couple questions, and he's like, I, you know, I'm actually, I'm just separated. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's like, the divorce will be final in a few weeks. And I'm like, all right, side note, that took like two years. But like, I was okay, that's not bad, he's separated. And he's like, oh, let me remind you though, I've got two kids. I'm like, I know you told me. He's like, yeah, but my kids are three years old and three months old. Yes, apparently uh, him and Bridget one had uh, gotten separated while she was pregnant. So yeah, I know, I think someone just went, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Like, this guy is not like divorced, Ron. He's not divorced, he's got two kids, Ron. He's not divorced, he has two kids and one is fucking three months old. Like, run as fast as you can. And I did, I ran right into Dan's arms. <laughs> and for six whole weeks, it was glorious. Like, this was the first time I wasn't really chasing someone. Like, he was chasing me, he would call me, like text me in the morning. I'd be like, oh my God, like, stop it. You know, like, I was like so, like, And then it like took a turn, okay? So like it started to be, it was like around the holidays, like Thanksgiving, he became moody, he was like a bad drunk. And at this point, I've told everyone in the fucking world about this guy. Like my friends, my family, my therapists, my coworkers, people at Starbucks, they're like, can you just pay us? Like we, <laughs> we don't care. Don't talk to that guy though, like whatever. But I was like, this is when my chase instinct gets good. So 
I'm like just trying to make it to the new year, you know? So I, one day we were like buying a Christmas tree with his kids, fucking weird. And I, he like wasn't talking to me, you guys. And his like three-year-old's hitting me, the three-month-old is crying. And I'm like, wait, what am I doing with my life? Like I am a single like woman. These are not my children. This guy's a fucking asshole. Like I need to like leave his house. Like I had this moment of like, yeah, you know? And so he had to drop his kids off at their mom's house. So I was like, all right, when he leaves, I'm gonna be gone when he comes back and like show him what's up. He'll be like, where'd she go? No, but I really had to go number two, super bad. <laughs> and I had been holding in for about six hours and I was kind of hungover and I had like, in, like internal diarrhea, like weird like things were going on. And so he left with the kids and I'm like, great. So I went to the bathroom Everything went out perfectly, and I flushed, and I was like, okay, it's going down. And then I, I noticed that there was, this never happened to you, there's like always like just one little turd squirreling. Yeah, Natalie's like, yeah, it happened earlier today. And uh, so there was like one little, I'm like, what, where'd this come from? So and I'm like, fuck, so I flush again, and I'm like, all right, it's going down. So then I go, and I start washing my hands, you know, in this bathroom mirror, and I'm looking through the mirror, and I can see behind me water is seeping up. Uh, I was like, oh, that turd like Bob <laughs> like a buoy and uh, yeah so I'm like ah and so I'm like fuck I gotta, I gotta get that like water seeping he's got these really nice floors and I'm like fuck I don't care so I, I I'm like panicking I'm like okay, what do I do so I wrap my hand in toilet paper I reach down and grab and I'm like yes and there were three really good options here like one he had another bathroom so I could have run and just flushed it there uh, number two is that he had children in diapers. Like I could have wrapped that really good and like, you know, put it in a diaper pail. Uh, the third is that he did have a backyard where like dogs went, so I could have just like flung it. But um, <laughs> I did what any responsible, you know, adult would do. I just took it and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm wearing the jeans tonight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. think about what jeans those were. All right, anyway, so long story short, he's got water everywhere. I have shit in my pocket. He comes back. I'm like, hold, I'm like trying to like clean up the water with like a washcloth. I'm like holding the like flicking thing, whatever. And I'm like, oh, and he comes back. He's like, what'd you do? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> like my plan of being like Miss Awesome, I'm like, I'm gonna be gone. <laughs> like I have shit in my pocket. So I hop in my car. And I call my sister Megan, and she's like crying laughing, and she's like, wait, where is the turd now? I'm like, it's still in my pocket. <laughs> she's like, shit, throw that out the window. I didn't. <laughs> I like weirdly went and picked up Mexican food for dinner. <laughs> and I like properly disposed of it when I got home. So uh, needless to say, Dan and I uh, got engaged a week later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we did not work out, but I have chased, and I've dated, and when I look back at those six weeks with Dan, I was just chasing a turd. Thank you, Matt. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Jeffrey Osmus. You can follow me on Instagram at JeffreyATM. That's G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-A-T-M. And yes, the ATM does stand for ass to mouth. Um... It's not as funny when you say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me.
If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.